Dr. Karen Can, author of the best-selling book, Guide to Healing Chronic Pain, A Holistic Approach. And if you are a highly sensitive person or who I call a sensitive soul like I am, we have a special gift for you. Uh, it is the Sensitive Soul Empowerment Guide, uh, Three Ways of Navigating Your Way to More Peace, Positivity, and Personal Power, so you can live the life of your dreams and fulfill your purpose in the best way possible. Um, and uh, really great news is that uh, I am going to be um, co-authoring uh, two books this year as well as the Sensitivity is Your Superpower uh, book. Um, so uh, stay tuned for that. The first book that's coming out is September of 2020 called Evolutionary Healer. Uh, so if you're not on my mailing list, check that out as well. Um, get your Sense of Soul Guide at sensitivesoulguide.com and then you'll be on my mailing list and then you'll find out when that new book comes out. I think uh, you're really going to love it. And then we have uh, two other books out, of course, uh, oh, coming out. One is the Sensitive Your Superpower book. And then the other book, we don't have a for sure name yet, so I'm not going to name it, but it's going to be How to Stay Calm in the Face of Chaos. And it's going to be perfect, right, for 2020. And uh, in that book, I'm going to be uh, co-authoring that with my, my good friends, um, uh, Keith Leon and uh, Jeff Virginiak and uh, um, uh, Bob, uh, and then also, you know, his uh, Keith mentor, who is uh, Bob Proctor and Jack Canfield, uh, Christy Whitman. So some really, really great, great people in the field of personal development. So it's a great honor for me to be part of that book. All right. So uh, today is the Ask the LifeWave Doctors Day. And what that means is, and we usually do this the first Monday of each um, month. And what that is, is that Dr. Dennis Loebstein and myself, um, so we get together and we talk about a particular topic or subject, and then uh, how to um, improve our abilities to self-heal uh, using traditional Chinese medicine approaches. And then what we're using as a tool to help everyone, because not everyone you know, is going to be an acupuncturist at home or even go to an acupuncturist at home, is how to use the LifeWave patches, those phototherapy patches, and there's many different types, how to use those patches to patch specific acupuncture points on the body uh, to amplify your own body's um, energy so you can heal faster. Um, and so there's uh, lots of different you know, protocols that Dr. Dennis has shared with us over the years. And today's topic is really going to be about um, how to transform your life, not just physically, but spiritually, uh, by using a specific protocol. He calls it the Tesla antenna. <laughs> so it's fairly simple, uh, but I think um, it's not, it, it's probably underutilized. Uh, so this is a protocol that is something that Dr. Dennis has uh, spearheaded um, th to help people with their spiritual and physical and mental, etc. transformation uh, that he calls the Tesla antenna. So definitely if you are a LifeWave customer or distributor, get ready. <laughs> we are going to share some of that with you today. Uh, the other thing I want to share as well before we get started um, is that uh, I will be writing notes. And um, these notes are going to appear on a blog post at patchtrainingteam.com. So again, patchtrainingteam.com, if you go to the blog post, um, this will be posted usually within 30 minutes, kind of depends on, you know, how long we go and how much there is to write and 
you know, that kind of thing. Uh, but about within 30 minutes of the show, um, we'll have that live. And then I share that to all my Facebook groups and pages. So if you are a follower on Facebook uh, patch training team, you will definitely get a copy of those notes as well. Okay, so uh, let's take a look at uh, the switchboard here. I'm going to go ahead and uh, open the chat as well. Let me go ahead and open the chat. Oh, maybe not. For some reason, it's not letting me open the chat today. Huh. Alrighty. All right, hang on. Technical, technical challenge. Uh, let's take a look here. All right. Uh, and I don't see Dr. Dennis on the call, which is very rare. Usually he's here pretty early. So let me just check my text messages as well to make sure he hasn't texted me. All right. So, um, and hopefully the phone lines are working, although I don't see that anybody's here. So I wonder if I am talking to nobody. I don't know. <laughs> I don't see anybody on the switchboard, which is very weird. Okay. Maybe I'm in another universe you know, for temporarily. Uh, <laughs> somebody, please call in. All right, so if you'd like to ask a question live on the show, we'll be taking questions a little bit later. The number to call in is 818-514-1190. Hit one so you know your hand's up. Again, 818-514-1190 and hit one. And unfortunately, Blog Talk Radio does not look like it's going to be doing the chat today, which is very interesting. Oh, yeah, okay, so... Dr. Dennis says, he is in the host queue, but I am not seeing you. Oh, that is fascinating. I'm not seeing anybody, actually. Uh, so that's very interesting. Well, tell you what. Let's try. Uh, well, you know what I got did today, everyone? I actually got another computer going already. <laughs> oh, could it be the various different, uh, what do you call it? What do they call it? Retrogrades or whatever, you know. Uh, we can be completely impervious to the negative effects of that. But, of course, um, that doesn't necessarily mean it doesn't inconvenience us from time to time. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to log in. Let's see if this will work. I'm going to try this with another computer because I don't see anybody here on my end and that means I can't unmute you unfortunately oh my goodness all right there we go aha oh fascinating fascinating yeah I can see you now this is exciting <laughs> hey Dr. Dennis <laughs> all right uh, we should be able to hear you we're not hearing you talk, though. Hello? Oh, I know what's going on. Um, maybe I don't. All right. Okay, maybe it needs me to go through all these screens again, and then I can hear you. That would be great. All right, let's try this again. So uh, I'm going to unmute you. Mute you and then unmute you again. So let's see if we can have you... Muted, and then unmute you again. Hey, Dr. Dennis. Nope. Still not hearing you. Huh. Very interesting. Says you're unmuted. Oh, and I know what I did wrong. I logged in way too early. That's what it was. I logged in way too early, so then it uh, it doesn't take if you go beyond 15 minutes before the show. Oh, man. All right. So, Dr. Dennis, I'm not really sure how to – maybe you can call back in. 
hang up and then call back in. And that should work, hopefully. And then if anybody wants to ask a question for myself or Dr. Dennis, you can uh, call in at 818-514-1190. Hit 1 so we know your hand is up. Again, 818-514-1190. Hit 1 so we know your hand is up. And then uh, we'll answer some questions. Yeah, we'll do that in addition to doing our show for today. Um, let's see. What did Dr. Dennis write here for us? Have you ever wondered how the Tesla antenna really works with LifeWave patches? That's what we're going to do today. Or what about how to thread energy needles through the patches? Oh, I don't know how to do that. Okay, let's see what he says about that. Uh, have you heard that ancient alchemists used, al- alchemist, sorry, used crystal technology to reinforce energy transformations? Yes, I do know that piece. That's exciting. Um, and uh, Dr. Dent's going to answer these questions on the show. So exciting, so exciting. All right, so we're going to unmute again. Let's try this again. Dr. Dennis. Nope. Still not hearing Dr. Dennis. Hmm. All right. Let me try uh, the VoIP system. Let's see. Wow. Do I really need to do a clearing right now? I am busy. (laughs) Well, serves me right. I got up and did CrossFit instead of doing my uh, regular morning healing work. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to try... Um, actually, if somebody could put their hand up, please, and I can unmute you, and I'm going to see whether it works, um, whether I unmute you. So for some reason, I can't hear the other person on the other. Yeah, so let's unmute um, five one, area code 512. Okay, so 512, who's this? Jerry Hunter in Austin, Texas. Hey, see, I can hear Gary. <laughs> Jerry. Okay, Dr. Dennis, it might be on your end here. So, Dr. Dennis, maybe you can you call in on a different uh, on a different line. Let's try a different line. But I am also going to send you. Sorry, Gary, just for a sec. I'm just going to send Dr. Dennis uh, an invite to connect through VoIP. So I'm going to send it through your email. So I sent that invitation now, and there'll be a link that you can click to get in through VoIP. So, Gary, how are you? Good, but it's Jerry with a J. Oh, Jerry. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. All right. Oh my <laughs> I've been called God. Gary before. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! So, uh, so, so, tell us about tell us a little bit about uh, about you. What what uh, what made you decide to come on the show today? And if you have any questions for us. Okay. Well, um, I'm a distributor. I've been in the business uh, LifeWave since October. I signed up through a friend of mine who's a massage therapist and the reason I jumped in when she told me about it is because I'd already done research about stem cells because 33 years ago I was diagnosed with an incurable disease. I have three sons and my middle son, he's an adult, he was diagnosed with a couple of incurable diseases 15 years ago and so we've, we've both been suffering together and trying all sorts of mm. holistic things. I used to manage a natural food store. And oh, cool. anyway, we've tried lots of things, and, and lots of things have helped us, uh, but nothing has been what we needed uh, until found out about LifeWave, and that was finally the answer to our prayers and our um, terrible conditions have subsided. The symptoms are almost 100% gone. 
Uh, wow. We're getting close to being back to a normal life, whatever that is. That's amazing. <laughs> How, how, um, how long has it been since you started LifeWave Patching? Uh, it's been about eight months. Eight months? That's it? That's it. Wow. It didn't, that didn't is... take near that long. Um, it took, uh, took me about uh, three months to to be rid of nearly all of my symptoms, and it took him about um, about two months. He had had gut pain 24 hours a day, seven days a week for 15 years, and he was on the maximum dose of of pain medicine and uh, still had pain all the time, just had to suffer and live with it. But uh, X39 took care of that. Oh, that's amazing. Now, now, just curious, did you notice, like, the first 30 days or even 60 or 90 days, did you actually notice anything, like, in terms of symptom relief for you or him, or was it more long-term that you noticed it? No, no, it was in the first 90 days. Wow. Okay. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah, it was really Uh, interesting. Uh, I paid uh, extra for overnight shipping. I couldn't wait to get the patch. (laughs) And (laughs) I got X39 the next day. And as soon as that package arrived, I ran into the bathroom and opened it up and put the X39 on. And by the time I walked out of the bathroom, I already felt some tingling. And I just, I was like, wow. Oh, that's great. So, hey, you know what? Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I do have Dr. Dennis now on the line. Thank you for helping me. (laughs) Bill, that will unmute you a little later if that's okay and chat some more. Oh, fantastic. Thank you. Hey, Dr. Dennis. Dr. Kenny, can you hear me now? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, I don't know what was going on with the, that line. Oh, but, good. Uh... <laughs> well, I, Sorry I about hear, that. that I, could hear every, I could hear everything could hear else me, going huh? on in my Skype, but um, you weren't hearing me. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why uh, we, we had some help trying to figure out whether it was on my end or, or your end. But I'm glad you're here now, so... This is exciting, and just want to let people know if you're just joining in, um, you can ask a question of Dr. Dennis myself. Any LifeWave question is fine. Just avoid, uh, you know, talking about diseases because we don't treat, cure, prevent any diseases, uh, but we can talk about uh, the symptoms related to, you know, an illness, and that's fine. So the number to call is 818-514-1190. Hit one so we know your hand is up, and we'll be doing that a little later in the show. So 818-514-1190. Okay, cool. So, Dr. Dennis, we're talking about Tesla antennas today. Exciting. Yes, and I I thought it was awesome also that you were um, writing new books, and one of them will include chaos, and uh, one of the things I was going to hit on today is that chaos Ah. versus calm. Yeah, that's that's cool. Now we've we've done a similar show in the past, uh, but uh, it was so long ago. I thought we should, you know, kind of refresh that and and review that a little bit today, and also because then it'll give me a chance to like type up a blog as as you know as you're sharing your wisdom. Um, mm-hmm. We'll have that up a little bit later. So yeah, Dr. Dennis, I'll let you take it away. Okay, so uh, we when we were outlining the show, we were talking about. Uh, dealing with Tesla antenna and also uh, some other things like how to thread energy needles and how ancient alchemists use crystal technology to reinforce 
energy transformations and how we walk on water. So I'm going to incorporate all of that into what I'm going to talk about today. And uh, first, I uh, want to mention that the, the Tesla antenna idea was actually first developed by Tesla, obviously, himself. And then David Schmidt, the inventor of the patches, LifeWay patches, uh, um, first presented the idea about using the LifeWay patches because they're made of crystals to set up Tesla antenna. And then I've been working with them. And our last show when we talked about this was about six years ago. So I've been working with them probably about eight years or so with Tesla antenna and the LifeWay patches. And um, they they do more than what you could do with Newtonian physics, which is to um, set up a, a positive and a negative electrode and introduce frequency. So if you're using Tesla antennas, they work with the field of the heart. And that works in the realm of quantum physics. And so since we're dealing with traditional Chinese medicine concepts, from that perspective, if we're dealing in the quantum physical realm, we're looking at the whole Tao. The, the Japanese draw a picture of an Enzo, which is a circle, and that's a whole yeah. Tao that has no, pol- no polarity. And in, in 3D... And when we're dealing with uh, Asian medicine healing, we we see that the no polarity splits into a dipole made up of yin and yang. So we have a split and therefore polarities. So um, a few of the patches make use of both polarities, but a lot of them just have the frequency and are just one polarity. So um, what we're doing basically with Tesla antenna is using or taking advantage of how powerful the emperor in five element medicine known as the heart is in regulating and commanding the rest of the body to do its thing. So all the other organs or officials, like in the five element circle, if you look at our five element turtle, you have fire, earth, metal, water, wood. So there are officials in each of those, like the official in fire is the heart, the heart's the emperor. And so the heart can reach out with its energy and command all the other officials like the spleen in the earth and the lung in the metal and the kidney in the water and the liver in the wood. So that's basically what we're doing is looking at how we can patch to send a signal from the heart to the other officials or to other acupuncture areas or actually to an ashi area or hurt area that's hurt and needs help. So 
we're directing the heart to send its energy to a hurt area or an, an area that needs healing or rebalancing. Okay, so to understand, yeah, I think that's pretty cool. To understand how that works, let let's first look at how the heart does that uh, with uh, frequencies, and then we'll look at how the heart operates in and of itself. So, when you set up a Tesla antenna, think of. Uh, you're holding a couple of tuning forks and you want to set up a vibration or frequency coming from one of the tuning forks and it'll go through the air and hit the other tuning fork that you didn't do anything to yet. And then the other tuning fork will, will pick up the same frequency and because they're vibrating at the same frequency, they're resonating. So that's called a resonance. Uh-huh. So in, in order to get resonance of the ashi or the hurt area or the, the other officials or organ systems or energies in the body to respond to the heart, the heart has to send the signal. And Rather than using tuning forks, we can use the crystals which vibrate at certain frequencies and pick up frequency vibrations. And and even when they're stimulated by body heat can emit their own frequencies, which is what we take advantage of when we use the life wave patches. So we can use the crystals in the patches, put on an area near the heart to set up a vibration that can reach out to other areas in the body and help those other areas heal. So that's called a resonance healing. Yeah. Uh, so let, let's take a, take a closer look at the heart before we go out and do that. So I'm going to look at how the heart operates on a quantum level. And, and uh, that means on a spiritual level, because uh, as as you you know, I'm a metaphysician of Asian medicine, so I operate on the spiritual level when I use the patches and traditional Chinese medicine. So what I want to do is talk about how the heart operates on the quantum level, and then also look at acupuncture points that are around the heart that we could use to set up the resonance from the heart to other areas, and I want to use influential points as examples of other areas because these are way meeting points, H-U-I, way, which means meeting point, that involve areas of the body that are involved with function and healing. So, for example, um, those... in well, let me just list them. Those um, influential points are the zong, the zong gets influenced. The zong are the yin organs, like the ones I mentioned in the turtle. Then there are the fu organs. Those are the yang organs that are hollow and move things inside them. And then there are the qi 
there's the chi that that moves around, and according to the Yellow Empress Classic of Internal Medicine, chi is actually a um, a substance. It's it's not just energy. And um, if we look at our our paradigm, we talked about this before, and we have whole shows about this. If we write down Jing and then above it write Qi, and then above it write Shen, and then um, above the Shen we write Ancestral Body, we have a paradigm for for how the Qi can operate between the physical Jing and the spiritual Shen. And then the Shen so interacts with So it goes from fields. top to bottom? It goes from Ancestral Body, Shen, Qi, and then Jing. From top to bottom, yes. But it also goes from bottom to top. It goes both ways. Right. So Jing can give rise to Qi. Qi can give rise to Jing. Mm. But how can Shen give rise to ancestral body? It interacts with it. Okay. Got it. I don't know how to write this on the blog, guys, but I'm trying my best. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure try it'll to turn make out arrows well. here. <laughs> use right, those uh, two-way arrows you use in biochemistry when you're showing uh, an equilibrium Yeah, reaction. I'm trying to figure that out. Yep, it sort of looks like it. Uh, I think it'll work. <laughs> there we go. I'll put more dashes in Or there. like a, a, a dash with a, a greater than or less than sign to make yep, an arrow. Yep, that's what I'm trying. Yep, there we go. Got it. <clears throat> okay. So um, I, I stopped at, at the chi, the influential point for chi, um, I'm, and I'm going to name those points after I get through what I'm talking about here. So then um, we have the influential point for blood and the one for sinews and the one for marrow, which includes the kidney jing, and the one for bones and also for vessels. Now, I'm going to go back and describe in more detail what each of those do and name the point that is the influential point that regulates each one of those. But before I do that, I'm going to uh, talk about the acupuncture points around the heart. And before I do that, I'm going to back up and talk about how the heart functions. Okay, and then after we describe all the points, then we can go to protocols and how to patch for things like um, chaos and fractured personality and disharmony and sudden things like sudden turmoil disorder and running piglet disorders or anything else anybody wants to ask about. So before I talk about the protocols, we can do uh, some Q&A. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, so the way the heart operates, most people who have studied physiology understand that there is a, uh, a vector that goes from the sinoatrial node and follows the wave of depolarization down the heart to the apex of the heart. And as the heart depolarizes, it, it contracts and ejects blood. But the heart is much more than just a pump. 
It's also a quantum portal to other dimensions. Now, how, you might ask, well, how is that? Wow. Well, in the process of depolarization, there is actually a double helical wave. So the inside of the heart contracts as it depolarizes and it rotates counterclockwise and the outside of the heart when it contracts rotates clockwise. So they're rotating in a double helix arrangement going in opposite directions as the heart muscle contracts and you can you can think of it as like twisting water out of a rag. If you've got a wet rag and you're twisting it and you get water coming out of it. Yeah, that's a great, uh, great metaphor for that, or analogy, rather. Yeah, so that's how... Cause it's, that's yeah, because you're doing opposite directions of twisting. Yes, right. So that, that's the mechanics of the twist, is the double helix, as it depolarizes and, and, and the, the core rotates in the opposite direction from the outer part. And so you've got a, a yin on the inside and a yang rotation on the outside. Okay, so is the main merkaba of the body because you have opposite rotations of energies which sets up zero-point energy in the center, just like the Can overall you merkaba, merkaba of the whole to those body. Who don't know that term? Yes, the Merkaba is the light spirit body, which is created by the opposite rotations of two superimposed pyramids. So you can view the whole energy of the body above the umbilicus as a clockwise or yang rotation coming from sky. And below the umbilicus, if you draw a horizontal line through the umbilicus or the belly button, you have a counterclockwise rotation, which is yin. So when you meditate, you reinforce the spinning of these pyramids that are going in opposite directions that are superimposed on each other, at the center of which is an opening called the light, uh, the um, zero-point energy. So the whole thing is a light-spirit body that creates a zero-point energy that's an opening or a portal. And if you see uh, quantum mechanical descriptions of Einstein and Rosen space-time bridges, which are wormholes or portals, they look like uh, cones or they, they look like uh, funnels on one end going down to a point, and then the funnel rotates in the opposite direction coming out the other end. Well, in fact, every acupuncture point in the body has that kind of torsion field spin or rotation going on right down to the point where there is a quantum connection with the torsion field on the other side, like a ghost torsion field, that uh, spins in the opposite direction. So when you're doing acupuncture, you're actually stimulating 
that portal or opening up a portal to another dimension in this theory. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Now, some people have said, um, you know, when people spin their Merkabas, uh, oftentimes these pyramids are actually superimposed upon each other rather than them being at the umbilicus, like the base, bases being at the umbilicus. So can you kind of explain what's the difference between you know, like one looks more like the Star of David, the other one looks like, you know, two pyramids base to base. Yeah, good question. There's no difference. Or, or, or tip to tip, rather, not base to base, tip to tip. <laughs> yeah, there's no difference because you're in the quantum realm, so the, the 3D positioning is irrelevant. Oh, okay. I thought the tip uh, in your case had to be at the at the umbilicus. But you're saying no, doesn't need to. The um, umbilicus is the the center for the body when the body is rotating them. But if the universe is infinite, anywhere you go in it is the center. And uh, I've Wrap also heard that, that for one. men, well, I also heard that for men, they should be spinning the Merkaba opposite to women. I know we're not talking about the, the, the heart Merkaba, guys, okay? We're talking about the whole body Merkaba right now because I just want to clarify this point since I have Dr. Dennis here to pick his brain. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard of that? It's an interesting – no, it's an interesting concept. Uh, um, as far as I know, everybody's uh, yang rotation is clockwise and yin rotation is counterclockwise. And that's that's the way the patches work too. The okay. um, the yang the yang patches or positive patches rotate torsion fields clockwise, and the negative ones counterclockwise. Now they may go in the opposite direction if you have reverse polarity. So in that case, that that what you asked may be true. Yeah, no, it's just a in general. Um, I think this might be. I'm not sure if this is Strombolum um breathing exercise, but there's some, you know my husband found it on uh, YouTube, and then I had other teachers tell me that as well. Is that you know these little pyramids spin different directions based on whether you're a woman or man. Uh, the above one spinning clockwise if you're looking down on the woman uh, at the top of the head. Um, the, the 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 one at the top, the pyramid spins clockwise. The one on the bottom. Uh, spins counterclockwise, and if you're a man, uh, looking from a man at the top as if you're a bird, um, it's spinning the opposite way. So, okay, so that's that's not uh, familiar to you, so we're, we're, we'll just skip that no. part, <laughs> but I was just curious, because uh, it just popped up in my mind when we were talking about the two Merkabas. Now, and you're, and, well, that's and we're, a good we're talking about the, yeah, so we'll, we'll have to, you know, stay tuned, guys, uh, we'll have to figure that one out, but in the middle of the heart, okay, so what you're saying is every well, time well, there also, is a pulse, there is a spinning. To... Let me let me review what you said about the heart just for a minute. So every okay. time yeah, there is a, a depolarization, which is a fancy term for there's an electrical current that goes from one part of the heart to the other to make it contract. When the heart contracts, it actually contracts in a twisting fashion, uh, even though it doesn't seem like that when you just look at it on TV or whatever. But there's a there's a torsion field twisting on the inside is the yin twist that's clockwise, and on the outside is the yang twist, which is counter clockwise and in the middle of the heart would then be your zero point access 
The, the other right? one is clockwise. The other one is clockwise. Oh, the other one's the clockwise. Inner one is, Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. The so one so is, the, the positive yeah, spin is, is uh, yang, and that's clockwise. And that's on the outer part. Okay. Yep. So I got it. I did write it correctly, guys. I just didn't say it correctly <laughs> on the blog. Okay. So, so when when that happens, uh, based on your consciousness and your intention, you you have access to quantum fields, and you can take that intention and create things with it, like uh, sending the field of the heart to another organ area or hurt area of the body to help it heal. And in fact, um, Dr. Uh, Richard Bartlett, who developed Matrix Energetics, had this insight once, and he shared that with us while he was teaching uh, Matrix Energetics, that um, you can heal in one of two major ways. One is with phase conjugation, which involves doing um, time travel and going backwards or forwards to a point where you have a blockage or stuckage or a phase conjugation, and then you dissipate that phase conjugation, and when it disperses, you release the blockage, and then you can move forward in time again. So when when I do past life regression with people in my uh, Qigong work, then um, I often use the phase conjugation release concept. And also another way to heal is with counter-rotating fields. So we're talking about torsion fields. And as I just talked about a few minutes ago, torsion fields rotate one way uh, for the overall body and on top and another way on the bottom. But that also happens on each acupuncture point. And it also happens on each chakra. Now, the chakras can spin in opposite directions depending on male or female. Uh-huh. Okay. So I, I don't have in my mind exactly which ones rotate uh, in what direction based on one's gender, but I've, I've seen that to be true okay. for each chakra. Okay, so... We're dealing with uh, healing using counter-rotating fields. So that's the paradigm that, that we're dealing with when we use Tesla antennas. Mm-hmm. And also when we're threading energy needles, like when I put patches on somebody, I don't just slap crystals on them and let it go. What I do is thread energy needles through the crystals. So... um by threading an energy needle through the crystals of the patches, I'm driving my energy and attention plus the frequency of the patches through the acupuncture point and passing through the zero-point energy part of it, at which point it can capture a quantum concept or whatever my intention wanted to create from the quantum and collapse that wave into 3D reality so when it comes out on the other side of the zero point 
where we have a shadow or a ghost torsion field, it can resonate the acupuncture meridian, which is made of liquid crystal water, to send that information wherever that meridian is going. Through the meridian. Okay, hmm. very good. Now are, you, now, are you saying that we could send an intention, and I, I'm playing here, but we could literally send an intention mm-hmm. if somebody says, I, I really want to manifest, uh, you know, um, a red Porsche, you know, that's, that's <laughs> like mine. <laughs> you know, I'm not into cars, but I'm just giving you an example. So you could literally put that intention in to the patches while you're patching an acupuncture point, and that will amplify that particular reality to be resonant in those torsion fields in the acupuncture point and therefore the meridian because the liquid crystal will then propagate that throughout the meridian. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, but um, it may not always work with a red car. It depends on what spirit thinks you need. So whatever's for the highest good, and sometimes red cars might be for your highest greatest good, right? Because some people might need to yeah. know their power to be able to manifest whatever it is they're passionate about or love or love to experience. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't think it's probably easier to heal people than to kill people. So I don't think it's appropriate for, you know, people think, oh, gee, right. I can kill somebody this way, you know. Because um, if it's not for the highest and greatest good, it's not going to happen. So thank you for that, you know. Well, well although since, since you mentioned that, it can be used to kill people and hurt people with too, but that's abuse of spirit. And there is always blowback with that. So whenever you, whatever you put out there, you get back tenfold to yourself. So if you're going to use it for disharmony, for disharmony in someone else, it's going to eventually blow back and create 10 times more disharmony for you. And and in reality, that's what's happening to all these uh, corrupt, disharmonious people that are working for the dark side. Yeah, I don't, you know, I think on the outset, uh, we don't really, I mean, most of us <laughs> don't know them personally. Um, excuse me. Um, and uh, it's hard to see from our end. So what exactly is the blowback that's happening? You know, you and I know what that is like. You know, just from our experiences, energy, you know, light medicine kind of people. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think that it's it's definitely uh, not what you want to be using with this technology. That's for sure. Right. So, uh, just the bottom line is it creates disharmony and and harm, and that's not somewhere you want to go. So, so you right. want to keep it for helping people and to create harmony and. And goodness, that's where we want to go with it. Okay, so so we can use this for spiritual transformation as well as physical transformation in yeah. terms of using right. patches to use the heart field to help uh, other parts of the body that maybe are not doing so well, whether it be organ-related right. or blood vessel-related or whatever, um, or, in, or, heart, or a hurt knee, right? Um, and to be able to amplify that heart field an intention to help that knee heal itself. Yep. Yeah, exactly. That's right. So we help the uh, the heart does it anyway subconsciously. 
but we could use our conscious intent to reinforce that healing through the, the crystals of the patches and speed up the healing three, four, ten times faster than normal. Mm, nice. Okay, so now that we have the idea of the heart's quantum field set up, let's look at what points we could use to put patches on that access the heart. Okay, so those points surrounding the heart that I use most often with this is CV-17. So CV-17 is the chest center, uh, Shanzong, the chest center. It's the uh, mu point of the pericardium in TCM, but it's also the mu point of the Sanjiao in five-element medicine. So the same point can be the mute point for the pericardium and the sanjiao. And that's interesting because the pericardium is a heart protector and the sanjiao is a heart protector. But the pericardium is a yin heart protector and the sanjiao is a yang heart protector. Oh. But it's the same point, depending on the perspective cool. of the, the medicine. Yeah, very cool. So... Um, the CV-17 is is also a uh, influential point, and um, it's the influential point for the chi, interestingly enough. And it, it accesses the sea of chi, which is in the chest. That's why it's called the chest center. <clears throat> And uh, it opens and unbinds the chest. And you know how um, when you're mourning somebody, you get really sad and your chest gets tight. Well, I often, and I mentioned this before in other shows, I use carnosine patch on CV-17 to unbind the chest and help help somebody deal with their mourning. Uh, You know, the loss of a loved one. So it also, um, CV-17 also lowers rebellious lung chi, which means cough, and it also helps with asthma. Okay, so that's, that's an important access point for the heart. And it, it's located at the uh, fourth intercostal space, right on the midline. I kind of like between the nipples and a guy and it might not be between the nipples and a woman depending on how you know big their boobs are or how droopy they are or whatever but i if you just exactly on your sternum just halfway between your boobs you know sometimes you'll actually come to the spot like you know midway and you're like ow and that's usually the point <laughs> yeah right if you need to use it if it's the right point when you palpate it you'll feel soreness or pain those yeah, I can kind of feel mine a little bit. It's not really sore, but I can. Yeah, it's definitely different from the surrounding points for sure. So if you kind of push down in the middle of your chest until you get to that spot somewhere near the nipple area, that nipple line, and see if you have a sore spot. Yeah, so everyone and can try that. ER doctors use it also um, to rouse people to consciousness if they have a low level of consciousness. Uh, like they're kind of in and out of 
unconscious, conscious, they use their knuckle and wake them up by needing that point. Yes, journal rub. Yeah, we used to joke. This is a terrible joke, guys, but as a medical doctor. So we used to, (laughs) the residents and I used to joke that uh, if somebody was malingering, so they were actually, you know, looking like they were comatose or whatever, and they're just lying there and, you know, they're actually just pretending that, and they're not really. That's one of the things you can do. Um, is 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 to do that because uh, let's just say if they're pretending to be comatose or asleep or whatever, and not sleep, but if they're pretending that they're you know unconscious, if you put that on there, um, they will you know in a really unconscious person, it might take a little bit of pressure you know to like wake them up. Yeah, it's gonna work, right. but in someone who's malingering, it hurts like the dickens. So they will pop right up, slap you in the face, and run out the ER. So anyway. I never had to use it, but that was one of the that was one of the things we said we could always do if somebody was pretending to be comatose. Yeah, I've seen it used when I was working ER. <laughs> <laughs> and th- this was in a Catholic hospital too, and we we're dealing with this uh, trauma patient. And this uh, nurse, I probably shouldn't have gone off on this tangent, but anyway, I'll finish the story. My fault. This. Uh, <laughs> Okay. It's an interesting story because the, the hospital was owned by the Catholic order and these nuns would drive around in their golf carts. And there was one nun called Sister Sibyl. Her uh, her frontal sinus was bashed in from a Nazi rifle during World War II. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, so people gave her a lot of leeway and let her do her thing. So she walks into the emergency room parks her golf cart in the doorway, walks in while we're helping this trauma patient. She slaps the guy on the arm while we're trying to arouse him out of uh, being unconscious. She slaps him on the arm while he's bleeding and we're trying to work on him. She goes, don't fight it. Let Jesus take you. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> is this somebody, is this a charge of hers or is this some random person she doesn't even know? That's a good question. I don't know if you know or not. <laughs> we don't know that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> anyway. Were you able to revive that person? People want to know the end of the result there. Oh, yeah. We were able to yeah. stabilize okay. him, stop, stop the bleeding, stabilize him, get him back to consciousness, start IVs. Oh, okay. Okay, cool, cool. So it turned, turned, out, turned out okay. All so right. he he didn't have to let Jesus take him at that point in time. No, I guess not. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, well, we will continue, I'll guys. Never, never <laughs> that. Oh, okay, so the I next, wouldn't either. The next access point is CV-15. Now, CV-15 is called Jew-way or the turtle dovetail because the shape of the chi emerging from the bottom or the inferior aspect of CD15 is shaped like the tail of a dove. And a CD15 is actually the front mu point for the pericardium in five-element medicine. It's uh, the Yuan's 
yuan source point for the yin. So it's a major yin point. And in five-element medicine, it treats NECF, which is constitutional factor, which is um, energy imbalance in five-element medicine. So you make a diagnosis in five-element medicine based on a CF, a constitutional factor, depending on which official <clears throat> or officials are out of balance. Constitutional okay. factor, okay. Yes, yeah. So so this point, CV15 can treat any CS. Major, majorly good point. Wow. Cool. So it, it protects, it because it's pericardium uh, <clears throat> mu, it protects heart fire, it calms the shen, it... Um, Sends lung chi down in the right direction, so it's not rebellious because it's right on the chest. And it also uh, helps mitigate the pain of the loss of a loved one. And it's also known as spirit treasury. So this is a really important point that has a lot of characteristics. Mm-hmm. Does that tend to be slightly but, sore? Because mine, mine does slightly. In, yeah, in some people, yes, especially when it needs rebalancing. So you need you need to tend to your turtle dove. Well, it's funny because I put in um, what did I do last? I was at X thirty nine. I think I put an X thirty nine there. I, my transverse colon tends to get a little poofy sometimes, and then I get backed up. And then, uh, but I noticed that point above there. I was like, "Huh, this is a little tender." Now I'm now when I palpate, I'm palpating deep, guys. Okay, I'm not talking about surface pain, right? I'm talking like deep. I've got like two inches almost in when I'm when I'm pushing. And uh, then I put wow. the 39 on, and you know what? I can I'm I'm pushing way in there right now, and no pain at all. Fascinating. Wow. Yeah, I think well, it could be my diaphragm pushing... too. Anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, if you're pushing that deep, that may be yellow court issues where you get stuck emotional energy. Yeah, this is like a chronic, uh, not not pain, but like it doesn't hurt at all when I'm going out and about, but I just notice sometimes bubbles of air get trapped in my colon, and then and then it, it feels like tension, like fascia's tense tension there but like today I don't really feel it so much because I, I think I patched that area last night with X39 so I think that was pretty interesting that that shifted yeah well it's a powerful patch well goodness knows if it's emotional it's like gotta be you know uh, processing all sorts of humanity's emotions um, because I'm probably well that's one of my things that I don't have an issue with really uh pain is usually my go-to i suppose if i'm gonna have a symptom but uh emotional not so much uh but i used to for sure yeah I used well to yeah i was gonna say there are lots of different levels and you might be accessing a deeper level you didn't get to yet because mm-hmm. you've done a lot of work on yourself and you released a lot of it but there's still yeah, a lot of ancestral deep... stuff and then humanity stuff and yeah, there's still a lot of humanity stuff, and there's there's even healer stuff I've been healing recently. Stuff that belongs to yeah. healer human healers of the world have common things in uh, com sorry com things in common with each other 
that needs releasing that I'm to some extent allowed to help out. Okay, right. we're off on another tangent, but let's go. Back. Yeah, yeah. Let's so go back because we're almost respect. up to the full hour, and I'm sure people have some questions. So let's finish up uh, the points oh, wow. for the heart. Okay. Yeah. So uh, just just a quick comment from what you said. You like you might be holding the energy for other people. <clears throat> okay. Uh, spleen twenty one is another access point, and that's bilateral. That's on both sides of the chest. And <clears throat> it's called the bow, uh, the, the great embracement or hug. So you need a big hug, use Spleen 21. Nice. So um, it, it, um, it unbinds the chest. It opens all the low. It's called the great low, which is the connector of, of all the meridians emptying into the chest, which are coming from the the arms and the legs. And it also is useful on the psychological level for treating a fractured personality or a fractured psyche. And if if a person is uneasy or or feels like they're in disharmony, it's good. And uh, like when when everything else fails and is rejected, treatment wise, people may just need a big hug. And it's also used to treat angry people when releasing liver chi doesn't liver chi stagnation that creates anger doesn't work. Um, people that are demanding and cajoling, it helps uh, calm them down, gets rid of that kind of chaos. Well, I'm not sure okay, how can then, I grab onto that person to say, hey, 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 you're being demanding. Well, give me your spleen 21s here. Let me pat you. <laughs> yeah, well, they might not they go over all you that for well. help and they, they, they ask you for help. That's but right. Then, they have to ask for help, guys, first. <laughs> right. Yeah, you don't just sneak up behind somebody and slap a patch on Swing 21. Although it can be very tempting from time to time, I'm sure. <laughs> yes. Although you could use an energy needle without touching them, and that would be a form of prayer. That is true. That is true. Okay. Right, so, uh GV11, that's a Shendal, the spirit gate. And it tonifies the heart and the lung. It calms the chin. It clears heat and wind. And it gets one on the right pathway to to discover their vision. So it's very empowering for discovering vision. And that vision could be previously hidden or hidden in layers of of stuck emotional garbage in yellow court. So um, by releasing all that, you, you get to your previously hidden vision, and you can use the spirit gate for that. So that's GD11. Uh-huh. Okay, now the influential points. So those were the heart points. So that that's the patch you would put near the heart, to be the tuning fork that's near the heart. Now we'll look at the other tuning fork that these heart points are going to affect. 
So these are just examples. They don't have to be the influential points, but these are major points that affect a lot of things in the body, and that's why I chose them as examples. Are you going to go under these category? Zong, Fu, Qi, Blood, Sinews? Yes. Okay, yeah. cool. So I'll put it in the same paragraph here. It's I, I was I was going to describe each one too, but we're kind of running out of time. Yeah. Uh, so points. So, are good. but I'll just I'll just list the points. So the influential points, which are the tuning forks that are going to get resonated by the heart points, include liver thirteen, which is for zong. So liver liver 13 is a major influential point for all the yin organs in the body, the zong. Cool. Okay. Uh, next is CV12. That's influential point for all the fu, or the yang organs in the body. And then we have CV17, which is the influential point for qi. Because if you remember... That was a heart point also, and it's the only point that's both a heart point and an influential point. So um, it opened, it unbinds the chest, and it's the sea of chi that we're accessing here with CV17. Uh-huh. Okay, uh, bladder 17 is the influential point for blood. Bladder 17. Gulp. Got right. it. Blood. Gallbladder 34 is for the sinews. In other words, the ligaments and the tendons. Yes, I definitely need to remember to do that one. <laughs> That's my biggest issue yeah, so is uh, things that are a little bit too flexible and things that are a little bit too tight. Um, yeah, so that's a good right. one. Thank you. So you put one patch on a heart point and another patch on gallbladder 34. And uh, you balance that out. I will definitely do that. With your intention. Yeah, well, I think I'll do that tonight when I sleep. Because I got a bunch of patches on right now. So it decreases rigidity of wood when you use gallbladder 34 that way. Mm-hmm. Okay, so gallbladder 39, the next one. Influential point that is for marrow. And that means it tonifies kidney jing. Thirty-nine. But it also influences gallbladder thirty-nine. Okay, got it. So it also influences the nervous system, endocrine system, stem cells, and it clears gallbladder fire. And uh, it's used to treat stubborn wood people. And people that are entrenched or have fixed ideas that are stuck in their ways and they're rigid, gallbladder 39 is good to to make them a little looser. Okay. You said nervous system. What was the other system you said it helps with? Endocrine. Endocrine. Okay. Missed that. Typing that out. Which, of course, is part of the nervous system, and both of those are part of the marrow. Right, right. Which is... under influence of kidney jing, and also stem cells, uh-huh. which are part of the bone marrow. Got a lot of stem cells developing in the bone marrow. 
So marrow is both nervous system and, and the marrow inside the bone. Cool. Okay, then we, we have the next point is bladder 11. That's for bones. All right. I was like, is that me? Well, that's nice. My Skype plan, we started working. <laughs> that was Good timing, working. guys. Uh, okay, the next point is lung nine. Lung nine is the influential point for vessels. It's the source point for lung. It's your shoestream point for lung, and that means it treats what's called by or obstruction of wind, wind damp, so joints being heavy. In other words, arthritis and inflammation. And on a psychological so, level, it's for Sorry, go ahead. It's for despair, depression, chaos, and revival of prana or breath, spiritual breath. So that that's why I describe what lung nine does. It's important for prana. Mm. Okay. So if someone has uh achiness in their joints after heavy rain, this would be a good point. Yes. You, that's right. You mentioned damp, okay. Cool. Yeah, because of the wind damp and the the because um, of the shoe stream of the lung which means it gets rid of heavy joints or inflammation in the joints. Yeah, so if you put one patch on one of the heart points and another one on lung nine, or even two of them on lung nine, and you can use a positive patch on all points. And I I, I need to emphasize when you're using Tesla antennas, you need to use the same patch on all the areas because you're using the same crystal frequency as a carrier wave for the heart to go to that area. So if you're patching lung nine, it's on both arms, you can use the same positive patch, like an X39, on a heart point and on both lung nine points. And the reason you can get away with that is you're not dealing with Newtonian physics where you have a positive and a negative side of the body you're working with the quantum realm or with quantum physics like the Tao where there's no polarity Mm, got it because people are going to say well is it okay to put the positive patch on the left side of the body yes when your intention is to use Tesla antenna and work in the quantum mechanical field okay there's a lot more I can say about each of those points but I want to leave time for questions and for sharing a few protocols Uh, there's one that I'm missing Um, I wrote down ancestral body it goes to Jing to Qi to Shen to ancestral body and back is there a specific point that helps with that As uh, I thought that was an influential influential point for that. Um, 
or is that I may have you, copied, I may have typed it up uh, that, in the that, wrong spot. No, those those were just looking at spiritual paradigm we use in Chinese medicine. Oh, okay. Wasn't any one particular point, but all the points work in those in that paradigm. Okay. So that applies to all the points. So so yeah. we're we're dealing on those levels, ancestral body, Shen, Qi, and Jing, when we work with any point, with any patches on any point, with with one's intention for what level we want to work on. If we just want to repair the physical, we'd work on the Jing. If we wanted to work on the spiritual, we'd work on the Shen. If we wanted to rebalance okay. the Yin and Yang, we'd work on the Qi. Right. Did you want to go to questions, or do you want me to go to uh, description of points and then protocols? Okay, let's go to questions. All right, so okay. uh, if you have a question, call in 818-514-1190. Hit 1 so we know your hand's up. Again, 818-514-1190. And so we do have some folks with their hand up. So let me go ahead, and unfortunately the chat is not working today, guys, so uh, I will try to re reach, uh, reboot that in a sec. So area code 678, I'm going to unmute you, and you can ask your question for Dr. Dennis and myself. Hi, who's this? Hi, it's Marilyn. Hey, Marilyn. Hi, Hi. I'm wondering, it's kind of related, um, I know Karen has some new jewelry for um, Ascension 1 and 2 and intentions. I keep hearing you talk about intention. I'm wondering if there's yeah. a way to use the um, frequencies in the jewelry with this uh, spiritual protocol. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think if you just have the same intention, not the way I the way I teach it is that um, I, I get people into a place where they are experiencing their future reality right now, as if you're, you know, you know. Sometimes we're watching a movie, it's an exciting movie. Our heart starts to race, and we get a little tense because we don't know what's going to happen next. And you know, somebody goes boo, right? And then, and then we get scared. But the thing is, we're sitting in our home completely safe, right? So why do we still get scared? Well, because we're imagining, you know, what's happening, and uh, and. Uh, this is what we do to take advantage of your own skill in doing that. To have you imagine that future reality, uh, what it would look like, feel like, smell like, um, uh, you know, taste like even, um, and uh, we get you into that space, and then that's how I tell people to make an intention. So it's not just a, a thought. It's not just a left brain, please help my knee feel better, right? I mean, if you really want to really amplify your intention, you want to be in that space of already having had that happen. Imagine what that feels like. And then in your case, if you have the jewelry, you would touch the jewelry and then and, and you would make that intention. And then when you patch, you would, make this, you would be in the same space. You'd be in the same visualization, if you will, uh, when you do your patches. So that's how you would do it, Marilyn. Okay, and can you use um, the jewelry for anybody, really, if they maybe don't quite have that strength of intention, you know, like a teenager or someone else, but you're... Yeah, but it's your uh, vision of your future reality with that person, right? So, yeah, you can't uh -huh. necessarily, you know, make them, you know, do the exercise, but what you can do yeah. is imagine that way, and uh, several of my VIP clients have done that, and they, you know, one gal, I won't say her name because I don't have her permission to share the story, but, you know, she just imagined 
that um, her, you know, her husband and her child were playing this one game, and uh, she never really thought that he would really be into it, you know, because she's pretty young, and it's it's a, it's a kid game, right? <laughs> but she's in her mind, she would just imagine how joyful and happy and laughing, you know, everyone would be, and sure enough, within that week, her husband suggested it hey, do you want to play this, right? And the daughter's like, oh, my God, Dad's going to do this, right? And so so she imagined that future reality. So if you imagine the future reality for someone that you love, that is one way of, of doing it without um, necessarily going against their will, for example. But if, it's, if it is not for the highest and greatest good and if you are encroaching on their will, like say you want your – you know, say you want uh, a loved one to be a dentist, okay? Like, that's your dream. It's like, I know it's not you, but your son or daughter, you want you want her to be a dentist, right? And she wants to be an artist, right? So you keep picturing being a dentist, being a dentist, making a lot of money, you know? But spirit's like, uh, don't think so, right? It's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, probably not, you know, in your reality, uh, that if that's not for the highest and greatest good. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. I was just trying to tie the two things together since I got your email about the jewelry today and it seemed like that would uh, also just to clear out anything before you put the patches on they might be more effective because it's kind of more of a pure state let's say versus being dragged down yeah, I mean, there's a certain amount of auto-clearing that happens with the with the jewelry, even if you don't make an intention. There's a certain amount of things that just auto-clear on its own. Uh, and for most people, you know, if it's for your highest and goes good to auto-clear. So I, I suppose that could potentially help, um, you know, you get results from the patches if there's something that's non-physical, it's not a hydration issue, or, you know, something that, although you can kind of do that with the jewelry too. But anyway, uh, but you can... You know, if somebody has, say, a negative emotion um, and you're not patching for an emotion, you're patching for, say, a knee pain, right? So in that way, I, the spiritual jewelry might be like, hey, we got to clear this emotion, right? So it helps you clear the emotion, and therefore whatever intention you have for your knee is better because the emotion is not blocking it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. No, I was just trying to connect the dots between the two of those. Okay, um, well, that's a really great you. question. Thanks for asking that. Okay. Yeah. You you, yeah. you can also use them synergistically, like stick okay. the patch on the jewelry. Oh, okay. And how does that work? That's just strengthening the jewelry with the patch at the photo. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I personally have found that um, because I have a pendant on almost every day, sometimes I will use that uh, a patch in the chest area close to the pendant, and I actually find personally, okay, this is not like some study, but um, I actually find that the patch, it it, it, it makes the patch more powerful uh, when it's close right. to the jewelry. Yeah. That's the only way I can oh. you know, say it. Uh, that may or may not be appropriate, so you just ask spirit, you know, whatever's for the highest good, right? Um, and if it is, then it'll happen. If not, then it won't. Okay. So it'll you know, perhaps do some emotional clearing or other clearing, and then it can also, the frequencies, the two frequencies together can strengthen uh, the patch. And it doesn't matter which patch, I, that sounds like. Equally, uh, all the patches. Yeah, no, it does not. 
Okay. And another thing to be aware of is um, it might reinforce a detox reaction too and get a more powerful detox reaction when you're using both together. So okay. instead of getting freaked out, like if you're aware of that, you just uh, deal with it the way you would with a detox reaction. Drink lots of water, take the patch and or the jewelry off during the reaction and put it back on later. Uh-huh. Well, that's yep. a good and you could cautionary tale. <laughs> well, even before um, the Joy Ascension, in the Ascension 3 uh, website, I talked about sensitive people. So as a precaution, yeah, right. I tell people maybe not, you know, maybe if you're super sensitive, maybe not wear it at night when you're sleeping because things will continue healing and that may or may not give you a nice rest. Um, but what you can do also is take your Ascension Jewelry, and the first thing you can do is just say, hey, I don't really need detox symptoms anymore. I'm super okay with knowing that I'm healing even without symptoms. So go ahead and, you know, erase that need for any oh, detox symptoms. okay. And I did this for a patient of mine. This is before the jewelry. I did it manually. But uh, she, I would do a motion code, and every every two emotions I released, she would have this massive detox. And then last she says, okay, can, just, can you just do one? And I was like, really? I do like... 60 of these per session for people, right? You just want one, right? So I said, okay, let's just see what's going on, your subconscious mind. And sure enough, she had her subconscious wanted her to know when she was healing. So it was giving her symptoms so she would know, hey, you're healing. So I said, well, do you mind if we just, like, tell the subconscious mind we don't, we don't need to know? We just trust that you're healing. She goes, oh, my God, yeah, right? So right. we erased that. Yeah erase that and after that she was able to tolerate so much more energy healing from me we did like lots we did curses we did entities we did like positive morphing we did all sorts of stuff for her and um yeah and then she didn't have any more detox she was able to heal much much faster because we got rid of that subconscious mind's need to tell her she was healing so you can do that right away. And the minute you get your Ascension 3, just say, hey, this is what, or you already have Ascension 1 or 2. So just tell Ascension 1 or 2 to do that too. Okay. Great tip. Thank you so much. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, you're welcome. Good to share that tip. Cool. Let's just see if I'm going to mute you up. Uh, let's see if there's any other questions. I don't think so right now, Dr. Dennis. So, yeah. So I'll let you continue. Okay. Right. Well, um, at the beginning of the talk, uh, I alluded to how we walk on water, and that's with kidney one because kidney one's on the bottom of the foot, and mm, so right. and it's on the it's water. It's in the water element, and so when we're walking, we're walking on water, and we can actually use kidney one to tonify our yin using a Tesla antenna. So you can um, use CV15, which we talked about, that's a dovetail, and kidney one, and patch all those three points, both kidney one on both feet, say with an Eon patch or an X39 or any of the other YH patches on all three points. So you got a nice triangular <coughs> protocol or configuration and you're working in the quantum realm, so you don't have to worry about the polarity, like putting the positive patch on the left side, using both kidney one. So you're activating kidney one's absorbing yin from the earth because it's a bubbling spring. And uh, you're using the heart. So you're, you're also setting up a 
a fire-water harmony. So it's a good way to harmonize the psyche as well because you're using both fire and water. And when when you have a shen disturbance or a, a psychological dysfunction, you have an imbalance of fire and water. So that's a good way to get grounded in the earth through the field of the heart and to balance your psyche and to tonify yin at the same time. But what's important about tonifying yin is that the yin anchors the yang. So when yin is weak, yang flies all over the place, and it's not anchored, and it gives you psychological problems. Like you're yeah. incoherent, and, incoherent and unfocused. Uh, so right. by doing so, this, you become more, co- more coherent and more focused. Okay, you can also, uh, let's say you want to reset your yin. Just like you degas one of those old cathode-ray computers by resetting when it's all, it's got all kinds of static and frosty stuff on the screen and you want to reset it, make the screen more clear. <clears throat> you can reset your yin by doing kidney nine instead of kidney one. Let's say you put an E on Patrick X39 on CV15 and on kidney 9 on both sides. So you'll have more mental clarity. Be able to see your vision and your screen. More mental clarity. I like that. Yeah. Is there any other reason to reset the yin? What symptoms would people have they need to reset their yin besides mental, like, fog? Um, They could have attachments of entities that are clouding their vision, that are directing them in the way the entity wants to go instead of what their inner self wants. Mm, Okay. Creating disharmony, fractured psyche. Okay. So, like, all if their right. life feels disordered, they're they're all chaotic and disordered. It, it will help them clear their vision, and they can see some order. Okay. So, um, another protocol. And one that I'd use for chaos, disorders, fractured psyche, uh, disharmony, thoughts, and insomnia even, like not being able to sleep. So we'll use spleen 21 as a heart point. And then we can go to spleen 6 on both sides as the uh, target point. So use Eon on all, on both Spleen 21s and both Spleen 6. Oh, so four. Yeah. Got it. And if you wanted to get really fancy, 
in addition to using the Tesla paradigm where you're, you're having the field of the heart affect the target point, you could also harmonize with CB12 in the center. So that also treats chaos, CB12. And also for insomnia. So that would actually be five. And I don't wow. like to use a whole lot, a whole large number of patches. So this is kind of like an unusual paradigm protocol. Uh-huh. But if you want to cut down, you could use an e- one eon patch on one of the spleen 21s, say on the right, and then uh, go to the left spleen six. And uh, just on CV12 in the center. So you have three patches instead of uh, five. Yeah, that makes sense. So another way to do it, instead of using spleen six, is to use stomach 36 point. So you're using spleen 21 above to access the heart. You're targeting stomach 36. So you could use uh, both sides. Well, not better. It's just different. So if you've got spleen 6 kind of issues, you want spleen 6, like insomnia and things that will access all three yin channels, like uh, kidney, liver, and spleen, which cross at spleen 6. Or if you're dealing more with command of abdominal area and more young things, then you use stomach 36. Okay. I got it. Okay. All righty. Let's see. How about um, tonifying the kidney gene? and increasing stem cells in the marrow. Uh, By the way, Dr. Jones, and I want everyone else to know is that um, we've got about three minutes left on the clock. So if you are streaming live on the show here, the show will end in three minutes. Uh, Although on the replay, those that are on the phone will still be able to hear until we end uh, formally. Um, So, uh, if this cuts off suddenly, that is why. We'll, I'll have to let my assistants know to make sure we cover uh, two hours on the show instead of booking it for 90 minutes so so it doesn't cut off there. So I just keep forgetting to, to do that. So I'll have to remember to do that next time. So we have three minutes left okay. uh, for those that are on the live stream. If you want to get on the call to keep listening in, it's 818-514-1190. Again, it's 818-514-1190. You can continue listening until we're done. Well, actually, we have 15 minutes well, over that is our max time. So it'll it'll automatically cut off everybody in 15 minutes. If you want me to wrap it up, that's fine. We can stop. Uh, okay, yeah, let's, let's wrap it up uh, since we have 2 minutes and 40 seconds. So I do want to summarize uh, what Dr. Dennis was talking about today 
And is that in order to make that Tesla antenna, we're using the, the quantum field of the heart and also the intentions of our cells, whatever we want to see happen in our future, whether that be, you know, helping knee pain or, you know, um, helping get our energy back or sleep or whatever it is. And we use the exact same patch to do the Tesla antenna. So if, you, if all you have is SP6, use a bunch of SP6. If all you have is Eon, use Eon, right? So even if you have a bunch of patches yes. that are different, you want to use the same patch. So one patch is going to go on one of the heart points, okay? So say it's Eon. One of the eons is going to go on the heart point, one of the several that we've named. And then the second eon uh, is going to go on one of the other influential points we named, depending on what your goals are or the place that hurts or the area you want addressed physically on your body. And if you're using an influential point that happens to have both sides, like on an arm or a leg where you have both sides, you can use two. So you can use one on the left, one on the right. In that case, you would have three points. Uh, one in the heart, of course, that we just talked about, and then the two either on each leg or each arm for the influential point. And then, like I said, we will have this out on the blog in a little bit after I ch- uh, spell check. <laughs> okay, so Dr. Summary. Dennis, any, any last you. words you want to share here? No, that was a perfect summary. Thank you. And I'm, okay. I'm delighted to be here with everybody. And thank you very much. Yeah, thank you, Dr. Dennis. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in today. And uh, we will be back with Dr. Dennis in a month from now at the beginning of August. And uh, so if you have a a topic that you would like us to address that we have not addressed before, uh, if you're not sure, you can always check our blog at patchtrainingteam.com. You know, please let us know on Facebook. Um, uh, The best place is the Light Warrior – sorry, the best place is the LifeWave Patch Training Team Support Group which is on Facebook, Uh, and then uh, if you're not part of that group, you can apply. Thanks, everyone. Bye for now. Take care.